Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The captain delivers late in game seven. The thing that burns him is wanting to win a Stanley Cup. That's a win-win-win for the organization and a win-win-win for the people of Edmonton. Leon Dreisaitl, 50th of the year. This is exciting for the fans of Edmonton. They deserve it. Zach Hyman finds the rebound. Jay Woodcroft has done an amazing job. The people in our organization got a taste for playing hockey in the month of June, but I don't think anybody's satisfied with just that. Connor McDavid has won the Battle of Alberta for Edmonton in overtime. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30, Chad. of Oilers now. Brendan Escott in the host chair. Bob Stoffer is with the Oilers soon to be on route to sunny Los Angeles, California. Social distortion, is that correct? There you go. Music guy, I knew you'd get it. I might have gotten uh, I might have gotten tipped off to that one. I'll tell you what, though. I listen to a lot of satellite radio in the mornings, and they love their uh, their punk music. So that kind of Mike Ness's birthday today. So there you go. That's the tie-in. All right, there's Cody Jansen's uh, contribution to today's show for a show, I should say, first of many. The show brought to you as always by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover. And relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. We will hear from Bob shortly, coming up in about uh, 10 minutes or so. We'll get the uh, the lowdown from practice. I don't really know what it looked like at practice today because it was picture day as well. So did they did they get a skate in? Let's find out from the big guy himself. 12.35, John Shannon, you know him, you love him. He checks in with thoughts on the Oilers and from some of the other musings around not just the NHL, but the 
hockey world, we've got, uh, well, Connor Bedard doing Connor Bedard things. And we heard on Friday from Colin Priestner just what that's meant to Saskatoon and the business side of the operation. Bedard getting the better of the blades a couple times over there. We will talk uh, Condors with head coach Colin Chalk at 135 and lots of time for you to weigh in as well at 780-496-0063. It's the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. You can call us as well on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. 780-496-0063. George Thorogood and the Destroyers taking the stage at the River Cree on May 4th. More info and uh, tickets at rivercreeresort.com. Today's top story. The top story today is is that the standings, Cody, they don't move a whole heck of a lot. Edmonton sitting in third once again after this weekend because Los Angeles just refuses to lose. That's why you're really, really excited about an opportunity to play Los Angeles and just stick them with another sort of four-point loss if you want to look at it that way. But the top story today for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. The Oilers are 9-0-1 in their last 10 games. They have picked up a point in every single game since that loss to Toronto on March 11th. And Somehow, Cody, this team is still only third in the Pacific with 99 points because, again, L.A. won uh, yesterday, I believe, and have secured second. Everybody's going to the playoffs now, one, two, three, in the Pacific, but they have leapfrogged Edmonton once again. How much better is it to be out west and in the Pacific? Like, imagine being out east and you're pretty much sleeping through the second half of your season because, you know, if you're a Leafs fan, you know who you're playing in the first round. If you're Boston, you know where you finish by Christmas, right? Like, we are so lucky out here that it's going to come down to the wire. And as we talked about before... Except for the Winnipeg win last night, we could see a battle of Alberta in the first round. Like, that's not unrealistic at this point, especially with some of the games and how it shapes up the rest of the season. We could get another battle of Alberta here in round one, Esco. Wouldn't that be the dream? After we were essentially robbed in in some senses over the course of the regular season by virtue of how few meetings they had, as well as how early in the season Edmonton and Calgary had finished their season series, they owe us something whether it's next year or this year come playoffs. I think the hockey gods might owe us something. No, I want it this year. I mean, playing (laughs) them three times during the regular season, that's a joke as is. Yep. But also, I feel like last year's series was not too short, but I just want more. I I would love to see another Edmonton-Calgary series. I know some fans aren't really for it, and I don't know if that's because they think Calgary's going to be out for revenge, but seeing Calgary's goaltending situation doesn't exactly scare you, and especially the the way that the Oilers have been playing of late. I think that's a dream matchup, even better than a Winnipeg. I completely agree. Anytime you're talking about that regional rivalry in the playoffs, I mean, it's going to be spectacular if it does end up Edmonton-Los Angeles. That's become quite a rivalry, maybe even more so over the last 12 or 14 months. I don't want to see L.A., though, right in the first round, Escott. We're talking about winning the Pacific here. That's still in realms. We need Minnesota to do us a favor tonight, right? But, you know, 
Vegas loss, beat LA tomorrow. You see where I'm getting at this. I don't think first is out of reach. Well, no, and neither do I. I'm just saying, like, if it comes to Edmonton, Calgary again, by the grace of God, I mean, put that in a spoon and light the bottom of it with a with a with a lighter, Cody. That's incredible, incredible action. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Five games left in the regular season. Four of them Edmonton will spend on the road. They are about to embark on this four-game road trip, which starts in Los Angeles. Now, at home, if you were lucky enough to be there on Saturday night, my goodness, did they ever lay a whooping on Anaheim. And that was one where, if you ask me, going into that game, it had trap game written on it. Maybe not all over it, but it had trap game written on it because of the work that they had to do, the emotional investment in that win the game before against Los Angeles at home. And then you've got to get up for the worst or one of the worst teams in the West. And that's not easy to do. You ask any pundit, you ask any player, they'll all tell you the same thing. And they were not phased by that, save for Jack Campbell keeping them in things in the, in the first period. Edmonton really, uh, they kind of shook themselves or maybe splashed some cold water on their face. And after that, it was domination nation by a team that we have seen individually just conquering points-wise. What's your thoughts on Trevor Zegris? Because I felt like there was times in the game where he may be running his mouth a little much for what he actually brings to the on-ice aspect. Am I wrong in saying that? Like, I'm not saying you got to go out there and cross-check this guy in the teeth, but I think he's going to get tuned in one day. And I think that was my big takeaway from watching Anaheim over, over the past little bit here. Because the points haven't come with it, it's been harder for me as a hockey fan to justify the other antics, although I'm I'm older than Trevor Zegris. I don't think that Trevor Zegris markets himself to me. I think he markets himself to kids younger than me, and I don't really have a problem with that. But what I did see, and I agree with you on this front, is Matthias Ekholm having to go at him a couple of times. Uh, and, and because Zegris isn't a big, intimidating guy, he gets you with the stick. He gets you with the slew foot or the cross check or what have you. Now, Ekholm gave it right back to him, but you're right. There's going to be a point where somebody puts him through the boards or he hasn't done enough to garner the respect from his peers, Cody, in my opinion, to be sort of... And we saw the incident with Troy Stetcher, I believe it was. Yeah earlier this year so he's he's kind of putting a reputation together for himself on a bottom feeding team and i don't know that it's a solid reputation but if you do that i would say it's almost an agitator like a brady kachuk right but brady kachuk backs it up that guy will drop the mitts with next to anyone Whereas Zegris, I get it, there's a size difference. I've got a lot more respect for one versus the other, and I think you can guess which one. Yeah, well, hey, man, I think Brady Kachuk is... I will go on record right now and say Brady Kachuk is my favorite player in the National Hockey League not wearing an Oilers uniform. He's a unicorn. He's incredible. And the the way that... And, and I, I'm like, obviously, you love to see somebody that backs it up, right? But Brady was also the first one when Ottawa was getting their stuff kicked in here in Edmonton to skate down to his goaltender at the end of the period. He was the first one. He was the only one to go pick his goaltender up after a tough 20 minutes by his team. So there's a guy who gets it, and that's why he's got a C on his chest and why Zegris, at basically the same age, has a long, long way to go. Now, his team has a long way to go 
as well, Cody, as we saw demonstrated on Saturday night. And I don't want to sit here and crap all over the Ducks. I mean, you got to rebuild after being as good for as long as they were. And, and Zegras will be a piece of this rebuild, but not on Saturday night in Edmonton, my friends. As we go into the audio vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, specialized to work with your business. Outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Jack Michaels, Bob Stoffer, Saturday night on the Oilers radio network. The Edmonton Oilers play host to the Anaheim Ducks. And with a playoff spot not only on the line tonight, with the win, the Oilers would also create potentially a three-way tie atop not just the division, the Western Conference. As Jay Woodcroft changing it up. Bouchard, right circle shot. And Hyman had gotten inside the blue paint, tried to angle that puck in, couldn't do it. Ekholm in front. And Hyman banks it home. Edmonton. Echo put it on Hyman's stick. And the Oilers break through with 204 on the clock. It's 34 for Hyman, who has goals in four of his last five. Right wing shot, blocker to side by Campbell. Here's Kane the other way, finding dry saddle, cuts to the net and scores. On the backhand, he beats John Gibson. Down and out. And now Edmonton starting to pepper Anaheim. Back door, Kane denied. Pops out to Nurse. A shot scores. David, right face off on shot. Rebound. Hyman, no. Dry Saddle scores. It'll be an even strength goal. And Leon Dry Saddle sitting on 49. The Oilers running the Ducks ragged on this shift. McDavid, left circle, swooping, peering inside, firing, scoring. Connor McDavid. An unbelievable move to the inside. but not out from Kulak. Silverberg across, mishandled. The steal by Ekholm, the lead pass, and now looking for 50. Dreisaitl gets it! Wrist shot inside the left post. That's 50 and a hat trick for Leon Dreisaitl. Absolute snipe by Leon Dreisaitl. Great headman pass from the Edmonton Oilers. They stretched up the ice, I believe it was Matthias Alcohol and the Oilers, Leon, gets 50. The first team in NHL since 95-96 to have two 50-goal scores in the same season. Off the draw, a long toss down the middle of the ice. Jack Campbell, who got a late-season shutout against Detroit last year as a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs, is going to get his first bagel as a member of the Oilers. A blast by CeCe, ricochets wide, the clock ticks down, and Jack Campbell, a 36-save shutout. And the Oilers get back-to-back bagels on home ice. One for each goaltender, a little confidence boost for Jack Campbell, who I think we'll all agree, including Jack, was important for him to tuck uh, into his cap here heading into the playoff season. I don't know if he gets another game until the playoffs begin, but the point was to make sure that if he does get called into action, he's feeling good about where his game is at, and of course you do after a shutout victory. We'll step aside when we come back here on Oilers Now. We'll bring aboard the regular host of the show, Bob Stoffer, joining us. I think he's down the QE too, heading to the airport when we come back on Oilers Now. 
1223 in Edmonton. It's Brendan Escott hosting today, but don't you fret. We've got Bob Stoffer on the line right now, coming from the rink and heading to the airport, I believe. The team heading to Los Angeles for the final road trip of the year. Bob, how's it going today? Uh, good. Just left uh, Rogers Place right now. A little bit of a, it was team pitcher day, so it pushed uh, practice back by about 10 minutes. But, uh, yeah, spirits are quite uh, quite high, which is probably not that surprising, Brendan, based on uh, the fact that since January the 10th, the owners have the best points percentage in the National Hockey League. Yeah, they've been just charging forward, and I, I was looking back, uh, even to that game earlier in March, Bob, against Toronto, that was the last loss in which they haven't picked up points. Like, it's just been buckle down, everybody's kind of pulling on the same rope, and, and 9-0-1 in, their, in the team's last 10 games, so obviously a lot of things are clicking when you've got this uh, this type of a run. What are you seeing out of this team right now that's contributing to that? Oh, well, I, I, I think a few things. Like, we, I, you know, we discussed, you know, when Edmonton lost game 42 of the year, 6th Street of the LA Kings on January the 9th, I, I know that I'd put a tweet out saying, look, they've been a second-half team. Um, they've had a lot of success traditionally against the Pacific Division. And then the Oilers got, you know, they lost that game 6-3 in L.A., even though the Kings scored four power play goals. I think Edmonton might have outplayed them 5-5. E and I, there were a lot of people that didn't believe Edmonton at that stage could get the 47 to 52 wins, and I did. And and part of it was because of how they played against the Pacific. Well, the Oilers are 10-0 and 1 against the Pacific Division in the last 11 games that they played. The only game they lost was the uh, overtime loss to the Vegas Golden Knights at home, and then they pounded Vegas the last time they played them. I mean, they they drilled Vegas, and so. You know, it's it's funny because you look at the Pacific Division and until Vancouver dropped their last couple of games, I think four of the best six records in the NHL over the previous 15 games were out of the Pacific. So Edmonton has played well, but they haven't been able between L.A. and Vegas to gain substantial ground just because of how well the rest of the uh, uh, the rest of the, the you know the top end teams in the division have been playing. All that said, I do think you know the Oilers are 15 one and two in their last. 18 games against the Western Conference. So they've got 32 out of a possible 36 points. They're excellent against the Pacific. They can score. We know that. They're number one in the league in offense. The power play's been off the charts. But, I, you know, back-to-back -back shutouts. And, and I think we've seen the defense settle down a bit with Ekholm's addition. It's changed the complexion. And for me, a lot of it starts there. Like, if you take a look really from March 1st on, the winners have the best record in the league again. And that coincides with the arrival of Matias Eckholm. And I just think that it's they're healthy up front, relatively speaking. Ryan McLeod's closing in on a potential return. But for me, the biggest thing is, you know, the Eckholm addition on the, on the back end has completely transformed the defense. Back-to-back -back shutouts as well. Just how important was it for, for Campbell to get in there and still feel a good night's worth of rubber, but also manage to kick it all away and, and get a confidence boost? Well, he was good early because the orders weren't. Like, the team didn't play that well in the first period. You know, Anaheim got 17 shots on goal back in December, as you know, Brandon, when the uh, Oilers lost 4-3 at home. That was on the kids' day, the next generation day that we had, Saturday afternoon game. Edmonton outshot them 49-17. We lost 4-3 uh, in that game. And, uh, you know, the Ducks had 17 shots on goal in the first period the other night. So, 
uh, Jack was good, and you saw the player reaction afterwards. I mean, they know how difficult of a season it's been. We've discussed the numbers. I mean, he went into that game with a minus 20 in terms of goals saved above expectation. Um, you know, basically, it's probably cost the team eight or nine points in the standings. But he's a big part of the team. The owners are going to have to. I, I know people see, well, this guy from the hockey news says the owners should buy him out. What Edmonton needs to do is, is support and uh, work with Jack because they might need a second goaltender come playoff time. And that was a good start with that performance the other night. About a minute and a half here, Bob. Anything else catch your eye or anything that's jumping out on you ahead of this road trip as you guys get to set, uh, get set to take off this afternoon? Yeah, it's it's going to be, uh, I mean, McLeod, uh, Ken Holland was on last Tuesday when we were in Vegas. So McLeod is, uh, my, my guess is the earliest he plays is San Jose or possibly Colorado, but he was skating uh, in on a regular colored jersey today. Um, and then the other thing that caught my eye yesterday was Connor Bedard. Three goals, five points. We had Colin Priester on from the Blades, and they're down 2 nothing in that series. So, um, you know, Bedard, I don't know if you saw the goals, the two goals he scored on Friday night. They were unreal goals, like just fabulous. So that caught an eye. But, uh, no, it's an exciting time in oil country. You know, I think that... Uh, I think fans are cautiously optimistic, and I think you'll you'll see that when uh, you open up the, the phone lines and take calls today on the River Creek Resort Casino hotline, the Ashley by Morris text line. It's good, Brennan. It's better than the alternative. So uh, it'll be an interesting trip, that's for sure. All right. Well, safe travels down to California, Bob. We'll connect tomorrow. For sure. Thanks, thanks uh, for filling in today. Brent. Absolutely. Bob Stoffer on the road down to Cali with the Oilers. Soon enough this afternoon, this is uh, Brendan Escott, Cody Jansen steering the ship instead on Oilers Now. Appreciate you sticking with us. We'll send it off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. Bring it back with our NHL insider, John Shannon. We'll talk Oilers. We'll talk goaltending. Yeah, Bedard should probably get some airtime given what happened. I know, Cody, you had eyes at least on the Friday game, so we'll discuss that much, much more. 780-496-0063 is the number to text. It's Brendan Escott in today on Oilers Now.